a cricketing view an irregular podcast about cricket and other things hello and welcome to a new episode of a cricketing view podcast uh today's guest is uh very very well known to everybody who follows cricket in the world uh you probably know him as robelinda 2 uh his name is rob moody uh and i've been wanting to have a conversation with him about his wonderful work for several years now and uh, recently i was just looking at his robelinda 2 youtube channel and i realized that he's on 920 million all time video views and i thought well if you count the 48 million of his first channel which was robelinda it started way back in 2006 uh he's nearly at a billion so i thought this was a, a good occasion to to invite him on so welcome mr modi it's a very very good to see you oh my absolute pleasure i'm happy to chat any time about cricket i i want to sort of start at the beginning how did you get involved in sort of collect, building this collection of videos Well I guess it started it started in the early 1980s and you know being a kid in the early 80s in Australia I'm sure was very different to you know being a kid in even England or India or Sri Lanka we we got VCRs pretty quickly you know they hit the market here and they're affordable for just you know all families not just rich families and you know the the VCR revolution in the 80s was huge and propelled by how popular it was in 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 America and when we got our first VCR i can remember it very clearly <laughs> i was about 5 years old so this was 1982 yeah. and both my parents had absolutely no idea how to use it and i just it was the only piece of technology in the house because it was all it was all primitive things back then aside from electricity <laughs> yeah and a, yeah. and a really you know crappy tv that was black and white yeah uh it uh, the vcr was incredible so throughout the 80s in australia lots of you know kids parents and their dads in particular would build up the home library of of um of movies they taped off TV and you know sport you know tennis football cricket um and uh, so yeah it just became this thing that you you're happy just to record anything so the first few cricket highlights i uploaded were completely by mistake because i was just recording anything <laughs> yeah and my dad would record anything too so uh i i found that he had a few movies that he rewatched a lot and at the end uh you know this old guy would come on the tv and introduce the highlights of this cricket match and it was richie benno i had no yeah. idea who he was back in the early 80s anyway i saw the same highlight of the the match highlights so often because <laughs> because my dad watched the same movie all the time that I thought oh because it was day the highlights were day 2 or 3 of a test match and I thought man I wonder what happened in this game yeah <laughs> so I thought the only way I'm I'm going to know 
in the future is if I actually figure out when these highlights are on and actually record them in a row so I can keep track of this match. So that's how it sort of started. And then back then there was such an enormous gap at the end of the cricket season. Yeah. Completely unlike now where there is no gap. It's just continuous. Back then when, you know, late February hit, there was nothing on TV till mid-October, if you're lucky. So from the next season, I made an effort after a torturous winter with watching nothing but the highlights I'd recorded previously. I thought, well, next season, I've got to record everything. So I did. And a lot of years later, I still do the same thing. (laughs) Uh, You know, thank goodness you did. Uh, I have this image of uh, your garage being sort of chock full of VHS tapes from floor to ceiling. Uh, is that is that remotely accurate? Well, in by the time it got to say the early nineties, yeah, my parents had then given me the biggest room in the house, which was their bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, and so they took a smaller bedroom so I could have all of my videos in my room but obviously i took that over really quickly so then i did have to move some to the garage and not just that but any closet space in the house underneath beds anywhere and that continued and it it got so much worse by the time Mm. the end of the 90s came uh it was just too much. It was thousands and thousands and thousands. It was just, it was, it was overtaking the entire house. But thankfully, yeah, because, DVD recording technology came out in 2003, four. That yeah. made it. Because now I have this, and this is yeah. two terabytes. <laughs> and it's like smaller than one VHS tape. So yep. uh, imagine what would have been possible with this little machine and this computer uh Absolutely. you know this the scale of data uh collection and the miniaturization of data storage is just mind-bogglingly shifted since the 80s and even the 90s i would say even even Absolutely, like cds yeah. yeah did you did you ever did you ever uh, switch to dvds or did you just directly go into hard disks no i switched to dvds when it was affordable and yeah. DVD recorders were not affordable for quite a few years. Uh, yeah. From memory, I saw the first one around about year 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. but they were like you know, $7,000, just crazy. Yeah. So I bought my first That's one in 2000. more than the computer. Yeah, way more. So and I didn't even have a computer back then. So because our internet was so bad here and, you know, uh, the use of a computer with internet uh, purposes really took a took a took a few years in the 2000s to you know to for it to be something you needed to use. But yeah. with DVD recording, I bought my first DVD recorder during the Boxing Day test uh, in 2003, where Saywag got the 195. Oh. And it cost about three and a half thousand dollars, and I, oh, wow. I couldn't believe it was that much, and I can't believe I spent that 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 sort of money. But hey, I could chuck in a DVD and press record, and get two hours on the DVD, which is 
less than what I was getting on VHS because I always used five-hour VHS tapes. So, yeah, and plus the quality of DVDs in the early days, uh, recordable DVDs, was really terrible and really yeah. cheap. Uh, and so I converted my entire VHS archive onto DVD. Mm. But I found that I had to make multiple copies of each DVD because they just kept breaking, like just not being able to read because they were so terrible. Yet the VHS tapes, I've still got heaps of them and they're still perfect from 1983, 84. Yet DVD, you know, blank DVDs, which stopped working two years later. So uh, that was very annoying. So I had to quickly move things onto hard drives Hmm. Uh, same thing there hard drives break you know one day yeah. you're plugged in it doesn't work so I, I, I have to back up all the hard drives so I've got all these eight terabyte and ten terabyte hard drives that are all backed up on another hard drive to make yeah. sure uh, that I don't lose it and further than that using the cloud so I've got about 40 cloud accounts <laughs> with cricket yeah. footage on and yeah it's too much footage it's crazy you know how much it all is so trying to keep track of it all and just be on top of the organization of it is uh, is it's just constant effort oh i i can imagine i mean i i i collect scorecards and i built my own whole database and you know the amount of tinkering i have to do about with it that i mean it's it's a hobby and it's not it's not my day job right so yeah but even that is, I find, you know, it's it's like a rabbit hole you go down, and it's fun, yep. but it's still a rabbit hole, you know. Yeah, uh, agreed. Did you did you did did you record entire days play, or did you mostly stick to highlights? Okay, so back uh, Channel Nine, uh, which obviously showed the cricket in Australia all the way up to just a few years ago. They stopped showing highlights in 1999 after mm. the fifth, fifth test in, against England in January 99. So all the way up until then, they showed the highlights at night. So I learned pretty early that I would watch the whole day's play and not record it because I couldn't afford to. When I'm seven or eight years old, I can't afford to record entire test matches. <laughs> I'm just a kid. So I'd tape the highlights. And then I'd, I'd watch the highlights and I was just getting angry at the highlights because they didn't show all the boundaries in the day's play. And the half an hour highlights, minus the ads they'd shown, took it down to about 21 minutes. Yeah. So there were so many things in the day's play and corny things, which everyone knows is almost a cornerstone of my channel where I've got just random <laughs> happenings. They you only find those in the full footage. You don't see them in the highlights if it's a short, you know, 21 minutes of, for a whole test day's play is ridiculous back then. So I quickly learned I had to record the whole day's play. Um, so that made it more difficult uh, just financially and just physically. You know, I'm at school during the day. I can't go home and change tapes over. <laughs> yeah. So that was no. all very difficult and frustrating. And uh, I definitely had some days where I was pretty upset when, you know, 
my mum didn't change the tape over it after after the lunch break or you know i'd 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 wagged school and you know, broke into the house to change the tape over once because no one was home when I was about 10. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've always recorded the full day's play and yeah. uh, that's what takes up most of the the storage is the full day's play. But uh, yeah. even, the, even the big networks don't keep the full day's play. They just keep a relatively comprehensive highlights package. But I've been asked so many times by networks for certain incidents they don't have footage of because they never kept it because it wasn't deemed a highlight worth keeping. That's actually one of the things that shocks me even today because I have this image in my head of all these cricket boards and television networks and you know various cable television archives where you know there are rooms and rooms and shelves and shelves full of you know cricket matches which are like stored away where nobody is ever allowed to go look at them you know yep. they're just wasting away on the on, yep. on the shelf you know inaccessible to anybody and yep. then i find myself thinking well as horrific as that is it would be even more horrific if they're not even actually storing those things you know yeah and and for example, you know the BCCI, it has lost footage of you know Sunil Gavaskar's ten thousand test run. You know it's incredible. Yeah, yeah it's you unbelievable. Know. Unbelievable. They don't. They really, really don't care. And you know, one of what this is why this is also one of the reasons why I think the whole YouTube, uh, you know, video footage thing has become so. Is is such a blessing because you know, I understand that you know it is onerous and expensive and you know uh, a lot of work to store footage. You know, and it it's also expensive to store it and maintain it. And yeah. as you say, storage media age, and then you have to back them up. And archiving yeah. is a whole, <laughs> you know, it's a whole field of its own. You know, yeah, uh, but. Surely you would think that, you know, a cricket board or a television station has more resources than one person. And yet they seem to be doing worse than you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, you know, I, every now and again, someone w will comment saying, you know, they want to speak to the admin of my organization or the, you know, the manager of my company. It's like, you're kidding, right? It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one person. I don't have a team of people, you know, going going through my videos and searching for things to upload. It's just me, literally no one else. And I'm just sitting at home, you know. I'm just like everyone else at home using YouTube. Um, but it is funny how there's not yet a cricket board that's that's managed to get it right, and actually, yeah. you know, uh, the West Indies cricket board is doing a, a okay job they're putting up a lot of full highlights yeah uh but not everything and uh, england has done sort of okay cricket australia probably do the best job of all the boards but yeah. uh, it's the best job of the worst lot you know i mean they're not doing a great yeah. job it, it's it it's okay but um uh it's still nowhere near 
the setup that people want. Like, you know, just imagine all of Channel 9's cricket they've shown. Obviously, they own it. Whoever owns it, they, they may still own it. I'm sure Cricket Australia owns it. I mean, it's worth nothing just sitting in a vault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's worth nothing. I don't understand why, you know, cricket from the 80s and 90s in Australia, which only had one owner, can't be put on a pay-per-view sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Or a YouTube kind of thing, you know, they can make advertising revenue from it. And people will watch it, I think. I mean, just to to give my, the listeners uh, an idea of what you're talking about, uh, Cricket Australia have a media arm, which is cricket.com.au and their YouTube channel uh, started in December 2008. It has three and a half billion views over the last 12 years. Uh, the ECB's uh, YouTube channel also started in Ju- 2008, but it started in June 2008, and it has one and a half billion views. Uh, you know, the West Indies Cricket Board started in October 2017, so nearly a decade after England and Australia, and yep. it already has 350 million views. Uh, yep. You know, uh, the PCB has started again in September 2017. It has 425 million, million views. And most yeah. of so, the views on those channels have been over the last three or four years. Yeah. Uh, the Cricket Australia channel was just had uh, interviews and random stuff. They didn't really do the the old footage at, until... And you can search this on, on, on their site. And until about three or four years ago, ironically, yeah. when my channel started to get big, because for yeah. a long time there, I had way, way more views than, than, than they did. But, um, you know, they're doing a good job now of, of putting up videos and getting a lot of views. But it's not a lot of old stuff. They still haven't cracked the code with the old stuff, you know, so... Uh, it makes a big difference when you can get access to, you know, Coley and Steve Smith anytime you want for, for a video interview. Of course, you're going to get, you know, 500 million views for those sort of videos. But um, it's the older stuff, which is obviously what I specialize in. I don't touch anything recent or current. It's, it's still, I think the boards still think it's not worth anything. Yeah. You know, like who wants to see... And Alan bought a hundred from 1987 versus, you know, that video of Coley and Smith asking each other questions at a table, you know? I mean, I watched the Alan bought a hundred, but that's me. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, it's hard to compare, you know, when you're trying to, and remember these channels, they're they're a brand and they make a lot of money. So they're thinking money first, not, uh, the quality of content first, and they're trying to reach a younger audience, whereas I'm not. Yeah. So, you know, um, uh, if if I uploaded a video of Alan Border, every one of my subscribers would know who he is. Yeah. Whereas, say, you know, if Quick Australia did, that would probably alienate a lot of their viewers because they're like Alan Border. Who cares? You know. Uh, so. Yeah, it's it. Hey, if if I was doing a channel purely for profit, yeah, I'd be targeting probably every person in India, to be honest, because yeah. that yeah. get most of the money from. It's not a 
it's just a fact, you know. So uh, that's the angle, you know, uh, to, to take if they want to make heaps of money and that's what they're doing. You know, I, I'm I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I find that, you know, this whole idea of, you know, where the money comes from and how you make money is, you know, there's there's one sort of view of it, which is to say, well, you look at the YouTube, uh, you know, hits, you know, hit count and traffic count and you look at, you know, how much money it's generating. You know, that is if you if you commercialize it and you, you allow advertising on it. Uh, and you say, okay, well, this one is getting a million views, and I'm I'm acquiring, you know, so much money, and this one is getting ten thousand views, and I'm not acquiring as much money. But the point is, in the long run, if you sort of make cricket publicly available, then you're going to have more people interested in the game, and that's going to make you so much more money than just the difference between like a million hit video and a ten thousand hit video. Yeah. You know, so it's sort of, you know, it's it's a way to you have already the broadcast, which is earning you money now, you know, because the broadcasters are paying you for it. And then you can use the footage that they produce and you can use it to sort of invest in cultivating customers and cultivating viewers and cultivating interest for the future. You know, it's a sort of an insurance policy. And, yep. you know, I've I've heard from other people that the BCCI, for instance, doesn't have a. YouTube channel because they don't see any revenue in it, you know, comparable to what they get from, yeah. uh, which yeah. in that case, okay, well they do, but that's now, you know, who knows what India is going to be like 20 years from now. Yeah. You know? uh, and, and I would not at all be surprised. I think a lot of people are very, very, uh, you know, excessively optimistic that cricket is going to stay popular uh, in India forever. You know, yeah. And what's happening is that, you know, other sports are coming up, other leagues are coming up. Uh, there are other, uh, the, 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 the attention economy is not a seller's market anymore, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's not at all obvious that, you know, the cricket will be as popular 20 years from now in India as it is today, you know. So there's just a, you know, even if, even if you grant their view that, you know, well, it's our thing and we'll do what we want with it. And, you know, you can't really say anything about it. Then even from their point of view, they're wrong, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I want to I come back to your, uh, your sort of transition from, you know, recording this stuff for yourself to when, when did you discover YouTube? I discovered YouTube when uh, at the first channel i it started originally uh, as a guitar channel because oh. uh, that's my main job <laughs> i don't remember when i started but i'm sure you know that first channel i can't actually remember when it started but i think you mentioned earlier it was 2008 or something the, 2006 the, it was, 2006 it was so yeah september yeah. 2006 yeah, so that makes sense. So yeah, I uploaded a few guitar videos, but uh, it was just for friends. Uh, and that's how the Cricket Channel started eventually too, because I had some friends interstate who wanted to see some domestic footage. And that's mainly what I uploaded at the start, just for my mates. You know, my, my first video was just a Greg Blewett video playing for Australia A against England. 
Uh, I wasn't expecting anything at all. I didn't even did not even give it the slightest thought. I just thought I'll I just wanted my friends to see it, and that's it. Yeah. And then from that video, uh, I I, I think I think I did a, a, just a couple more, but then it, enough comments came, you know, and messages like really quickly saying, hey, you know. If you've got that match, do you have this one and this one? I'm like, hey, I do, you know. But I didn't have any editing software yet. I only had a bad computer. Like, that's yeah. late 2000s. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't have a very good computer then. So I, I couldn't do any proper editing. So, yeah. But then uh, it just spiraled out of control, <laughs> like, mm. really quickly by, by about... Um, yeah, I reckon two to three months later, and I'd hit a million views, and I thought, oh, my God, that's amazing. Imagine a million views for, for these little videos. I thought it was amazing. I thought I'll just stop now. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that, that's it. But then, yeah, it became early on, back in 2010-11, it became something where every day I'd wake up and I'd have all these uh, – messages and requests for footage for innings and highlights and i'm like man i've got all of this everything that people want i've got and it's not yeah. on youtube already so i thought well I, I guess so i just put up whatever people wanted provided i sort of had it edited well enough to put up uh but then got hit with copyright strikes galore <laughs> straight away yeah <laughs> so i had to try and figure out on my toes uh, what was what you could upload and what you couldn't? Mm. I uploaded a one-second video that got terminated, oh. which I couldn't believe. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, Ian Bell playing a cover drive at the SCG 2011 yeah. in January. I uploaded just the impact of the ball hitting the bat. It was a one-second video, and the ECB terminated it and uh, i thought okay obviously i can't upload that series so that that's what started the whole mess of trying to figure out what you can upload and what you can't upload to stay active you know so at that point i didn't give the channel a chance of lasting a, a few more weeks let alone yeah. lasting till 2021 <laughs> yeah i mean that's crazy I mean, there, there is a, I mean, there is a sort of a culture clash inherent in, in, in this whole thing, right? You know, the, the old world of the cricket boards and their broadcast contracts, you know, yeah. coming up with the internet. And, you know, I mean, in, in, on, in the sort of the economy of the internet, the whole, the whole premise that you should provide a service and let people use it and build up a, a viewer base uh, based on that, and then you know you, there are ways to make money from that build, viewer base that you've built up. This idea is very normal, isn't it? Whereas for yeah. cricket boards, it's like we have this and nobody else has it, and so that positional good is what what, what we're going to make money from. And they yeah. are very very upset when you. But you've you've had some mixed experiences right i mean there are cricket boards who have yep. sort of eventually worked out that you know it's it's not in their interest to harass you 
Yeah. So, yeah, even just recently, just a few weeks ago, the West Indies cricket board decided that I should no longer exist and uh, uh, tried to take me down. Uh, oh. But I, I don't have a method <laughs> of to try and stave off these these uh, attacks from the boards. But you know, generally, I just I just uh, well, what most YouTubers do is they post a video about it. You know, and they get yeah. enough reaction that it warrants an actual person to look into the case. Yeah. Um, so in my case, I just put it on Twitter, and then all of a sudden, I got the attention of someone at the West Indies Cricket Board. Yeah. Who messaged me privately, and we sorted it out, and they they ceased trying to take me down. Um, same with Cricket Australia. Same with the ECB. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, it's not like there's someone sitting there, or I, I don't think there is <laughs> someone sitting at these cricket boards, yeah. you know, taking down people, you know. Uh, it's, I think it's still pretty random. And yeah. it's, it's, it's heavily automated by the YouTube copyright detection software. Yeah. And the companies that the boards hire to monitor uh, online activity of old footage. So general, generally the boards use the same company, which is Copyright Integrity International. Yeah. And after Cricket South Africa, ECB, BCCI, New Zealand, Australia, England, everyone. Um, and yeah, uh, but then again, there's uh, the ICC have been good in communicating as well, directly. Yeah. Uh, but they've only got access or rights to ICC sanctioned events. So that yeah. means World Cups, champions, trophies, that sort of thing. So I can't touch that stuff ever. <laughs> so um, what, is the, what is the status of all the World Test Championship games from that point of view? Because those are still bilaterals, right? Technically. Yeah, well, I don't upload anything at all from it, at, at least minimum five six seven eight yeah. years you know I, I try to stay firmly old yeah uh, which is not frustrating to me because that's the stuff i like anyway and that's still the primary reason i upload the videos i upload is things that i think are cool <laughs> you know yeah. uh, otherwise i'd just be uploading things out of the ipl every day if i yeah. if, if 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 i wanted the maximum views <laughs> But then again, there's a huge portion of uh, viewers who assume that I'm rich from my YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just assume, they just assume that I'm sitting on a pile of money, you know, well, yet I've made nothing, zero. Um, it's it's Im impossible too. I don't own the footage, you know, so you can't monetize footage you don't own. You've got to prove it to make money from it. Um, so... Yeah. No, but it's I I the the whole sort of this whole idea that you know you have to justify to them that you know you're not doing anything wrong is just a fundamentally wrong way to consider the situation. What what's really happening here is that you're putting in hours and hours and hours of work and producing footage which for want of a better word, proselytizes the game, 
you know, takes it to new audiences, makes it available to people in ways that, you know, the television stations cannot. Uh, and you're doing it for free. And who's going to benefit from it? The cricket boards are going to benefit from it because, you know, some infinitesimal percentage of their broadcast contract comes from the fact that people are interested in cricket and you're yeah. contributing to people being interested in cricket. They should be paying you to do this. <laughs> well, I, I always find it pretty funny when a video I'll upload actually makes it into the news. <laughs> yeah. Like when I first made the... Uh... When I first made the uh, the video of all the Inzamam runouts, yeah, and it's his birthday today, by the way. Um, yes, I know. I it uh, fifty years I old. I I couldn't believe that uh, I was being asked for interviews from journalists saying this is an amazing video. And when 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 Crick Info made an article of who actually has got the most runouts, and it turned out that Steve War had run his partner out the most out of any player in history yeah yet there's no video for it and so everyone was like rob you gotta do this let's thought, ask rob seriously <laughs> so i did the video it took me a, a little while but then yeah. from that i was actually in the news here in this country and in india and everything i couldn't believe it like yeah. just it, that's crazy like so clearly the footage means something to people to to warrant it getting that much attention um hence why it's i'm just dumbfounded why you know the boards aren't making these cool videos i mean it's you know the information is there the ideas are, are already there you know um mm. no one no one does it um yeah i mean i i find it i find it i mean the the bcci for instance you know the all the all the all the old private cricket clubs like the MCC and the CCI and you know the Chennai uh, uh, Chepoffs, you know the Madras Cricket Club, they have they have like they either employ or are associated with historians and archivists and and people like that who keep a record of all the games that happened there, you know who who build you know who build a collective memory. Of, of of the game and the, the I mean in the modern board and in the modern television station there is no memory you know the, the the extent to which they memorialize the games are you know they'll have some show like you know oh great centuries uh, from the 90s or you know great test yeah, matches yeah. from the 80s or something like that but those shows are like they appear once a week uh, at like yeah. you know three three o'clock in the afternoon. Who has the time to watch that? And, and I don't have time to watch anything at three o'clock in the afternoon on, yeah. on Wednesday. You know, like, yeah. I mean, uh, so I mean, I, I I'm still not entirely sure what the situation is. Is it just a generational thing, or is there something more to it than that? I don't know. When I look at the videos that the boards upload, I mean, they, as I said, they're after the most money. So you know, if you know, when they do upload anything that's vintage, you know, yeah. um, uh, it doesn't get anywhere near the attention of of something that's from within the last year. Um, so you know, from a business point of view, 
you know, and bear in mind, you know, I'm 43. It wouldn't surprise me if half the people in charge of these channels are half my age. Yeah. And they don't care about, <laughs> you know, um, you know, uh, Carson Garvey bowling pace and spin in the same match in 1981. Yeah. No, but it's a, it's a great, it's a great memory. It's a, it's a great way to sort of, you know, broaden people's horizons and to, to give them some perspective about, you know, yeah. how the game was. Because, you know, it's not like watching an old movie. You know, it's still the game. The game is still the same game for, yeah. for 40 years ago or 50 years ago. You know, it, yeah. it's not a... It, I mean, this is this is the... This this is what sort of drives me up the wall a lot of the time, <laughs> which, is, which is that, you know, and, and there is also this whole thing about, you know, well, should you always just put out stuff which you know is going to be immediately popular or should you sort of invest in putting out stuff and try to cultivate an audience for it, you know, because otherwise everybody in the, everybody who writes about cricket would write the same way. Yeah, they would say the same things because you know what people want to hear, and you know you can pander to those prejudices and those interests, and yeah, you know you you'll be fine. But that that's that that's sort of very very self defeating in the long run, I think. Yeah, I I think you're right. What you said earlier about the 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 generation aspect, um, and. Uh, you know, there's potentially more online cricket fans that are between, you know, 10 and 20, you know, than there's ever been, you know, and it's mainly because of T20, to be honest. I mean, we all know that it probably is. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's the same on all social media platforms and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Anything cool happens in a in a 2020 match you're guaranteed several million views really quickly you know um there's there's no way that i can i can uh, hope to get that many views from anything vintage that i put up yeah and that's not the aim anyway because it's pointless you know yeah um but uh yeah that's the the world i live in (laughs) but uh, it doesn't mean that the boards can't do a better job of of satisfying the older audience who want the vintage stuff. Yeah, I mean the boards could do both. I mean I'm not saying they shouldn't do the you know the instant IPL you know Glenn Maxwell taking 22 in and over you know of course that that's important you know that yeah. that is current and it's extraordinary and yeah. it should definitely have a, have a place. But there's also you know the there's also things around it and adjacent to it and before yeah. it, you know, which would sort of fill out the picture, I think, for them. Yeah. And and I really, yeah. yeah, I mean, no, there's, there'll always be a history of the game. I mean, yeah. anything that's happening now will be history in 10 years' time, yeah. in 20 years' time. Yeah. So, you know, uh, most of the people within my generation, you know, loosely, that remember yeah. the 80s, yeah. And the 90s and even the yeah. 2000s, you know, uh, yeah. there's three decades there, which we just want to see covered a whole lot better. And, yeah. you know, how can you be in a situation where the footage doesn't exist <laughs> because the yeah. boards never kept it? I mean, it's just 
you just can't make that sort of crap up. Um, and just because I've got it and and I want to show it, I can't because the ball to take it down. That's ridiculous because these are genuine history-making moments of the game which no one gets to see and you, you know, you can't educate any of the younger audience because of some bureaucratic nonsense, which is ridiculous. Yes, and, and what I find especially, you know, comical about this is that, you know, it, it is the sort of the automated bureaucracy which shuts you down and then the real people from the boards get in touch with you and, and pull you back up. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, it's not even clear that they actually mean to shut you down. No, they don't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there'll come a time where I do get uh, that last copyright strike. I've, I've got two at the moment. I've always got two. It's just yeah. never gone to three, which is the audit, which is straight out termination. Yeah. I don't think I'd have a chance of that because there's so many bogus strikes that happen anyway. But um, yeah. But that's up. That's that's YouTube's fallacy. But uh, um, yeah, it's just it, it, it's it's disappointing when someone will say, "Hey, I was born in 2005, and I I really want to see fuller highlights of something from the 2001 Australia India series." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, I can't put it up. I mean, not yeah. I can't. You know, it's not yeah. it's not allowed to." So. Yeah. You know, and I think, man, I've got ball by ball of the Laxman 281. Yeah, it's just Sydney. <laughs> you yeah, know, I the... think we could. I think we could start a petition to get yeah. get that thing up there, ball by ball, 281. Uh, I think there would be millions five. of people. There will be millions of people who yeah. who would want to watch that. I, I I do want to come to your uh, another aspect of your work, which is your your editing style, which I find which I find wonderful because it's, it's sort of suitably irreverent, uh, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, it, 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 it sort of, I, I think, I think you're sort of a great curator of, you know, all the foibles of the partisan uh, fan and, and all the foibles of partisan fandom, because you poke at them so successfully and so precisely all the time. <laughs> uh, and over the years, I've come to appreciate that a great deal. Uh, do you do you have a particular sort of have you developed particular templates editorial templates for your no. videos? Or? No, I I I don't make fancy videos with fancy titles and stuff like that. I just do basic basic editing. Yeah, uh, that's what I like to see personally. So that's what I do. Um, some channels go overboard with fancy thumbnails and you know things like that. I, I don't do that. And the majority of my videos were done, were edited with two VCRs back in the old days. Yeah. So the last, say yesterday, I uploaded footage from the India Sri Lanka World Cup match in '96. Yeah, that was edited on my VCR in 1996. Yeah, so. It's old footage and it's old. It's an old, uh, you know, dinosaur style editing where you had to press play on one VCR and record on the other. You know, it was yeah. not easy. I tidied it up a little bit on, on, on the computer now, you know, 25 years later. But yeah. um, 
yeah, generally, you know, whether it's YouTube or Twitter, you've you've still got limitations. So I I definitely haven't tried to do any fancy any fancy videos. But no, I don't have a template. Um, I just try to make it watchable for myself first. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to watch it, then I I, I won't put it up. Um, I I want to ask you about uh, what I think is the the my very very favorite video on your site. I have to ask you about it. Uh, and you have this video of Jason Gillespie's double century, uh-huh. uh, you know, where he got to his hundred and two hundred ninety five balls, and yeah. <laughs> and and you made a seventy eight minute video of that double century. Yeah. Uh, and and you take us through. you know him taking 15 balls to make go from 96 to 100 yeah and you know it it, it is you know it it's wonderful to hear the commentary where you know yeah. they're trying to sort of talk him up and you know yeah. uh, they're trying to sort of talk this whole innings up as some sort of you know grand achievement in you know but yeah. I, i have the sense that you enjoyed making that yeah well that video most of the time i'm pretty lazy to be honest i mean yeah. uh so with that video i just couldn't be bothered editing it down any further from the full footage hence why i kept the long sequence where wasim akram is talking to brett lee and mitchell johnson yeah. on the balcony uh again things you don't see in the highlights yeah. and that particular passage where he is talking to Lee and Johnson you can't hear a thing but how fascinating is it because yeah. you just every movement he makes and you're trying to figure out what he's saying has nothing to do with the actual video itself about Jason yeah. Gillespie <laughs> is batting but uh, I was just from memory I was just lazy I thought oh I could edit it down but also knew that uh, having ball by ball of that innings if i did put up a long video it would be for the purists who would be watching and so i thought you know any long video i chuck up on youtube i'll also make a shorter one for twitter for for the more di- disposable you know uh uh videos which you you know which you see on instagram facebook and youtube oh sorry on on twitter that is come and go whereas the youtube ones are always yeah able to find them all the time because they're they're properly labeled but just just a general post on twitter gets lost amongst the millions yeah so yeah so that video i i just thought i'd put in a lot of defensive shots because the innings was boring so boring yeah <laughs> i mean it's so boring and it's, it's a it's a brilliant it's a brilliant work of editing i think because it sort of it tells the story of the innings really well you know that it yeah. is basically he comes in as a night watchman ahead of all these amazing batsmen against a very average attack on yeah. a very good pitch yeah and he basically you know he basically makes the runs which really those batsmen should have made much quicker and you know in a much more exciting fashion you know because uh, in a, in interspersed in his innings you have you know michael hasee putting away half all these for four yeah. and 
and and Jason Gillespie is basically you know blocking everything but the rank half volley and the rank short yeah. ball, and uh, <laughs> I I thought I I love that video. I watched that video several times. Uh, I don't know what that says about me, but I I do like I do love that video. Do you um do you see where do you see like in I don't know. Let's see. In 2037, I presume you'll be like close to 60, and God knows where Test cricket will be. Whether it'll even be there, you know, we 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 have no idea. Uh, although I I suspect that you know the, you know, predictions of the the end of Test cricket are, are somewhat exaggerated. They usually yeah. tend to be because the game tends to survive. Always. But where do you think? Where do you think the whole sort of broadcast and the recording of the game and this whole, you know, everything has been a lot of dust has been thrown up in the air because of YouTube and the internet, and yeah. it has disrupted broadcast television. Uh, where do you think that will be twenty, fifteen, twenty years from now? Um, I. I think I I know what I'd like it to be, but I don't think yeah. it'll it'll get there. I mean, what what you want is just access. You know, you yeah. just want access. The something that's been seen on TV already, but then as soon as it's finished, is completely inaccessible in any shape or form to anybody. It's just. Yeah. Seems ridiculous when you actually say those words out loud. Yeah, um, and we've all got the technical ability to physically record the match if you wanted to, yeah. uh, whatever setup everyone's got. Um, but not everyone does, and yeah. you know, internet's not going anywhere. Clearly, oh, you know, and. Uh, uh, Yeah, I I would I imagine a time where a match gets played, and then you can just watch it back straight away on some site, server, channel, or something. It's just there, you know. Uh, yeah. Why not? It's just got shown. You've just watched it for on free to air or whatever, even if even if it was pay TV. It's done, you know. Whatever. Ads that were shown during it, they've made their money. <laughs> you know, money's been, you know, given and 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 taken. Uh, the uh, it'll be be nice to see matches just available. You know, uh, you know, if people have the ability to record them at home, which they have for the last forty years, then what's stopping the boards from just making the matches available for a low cost, two dollars, ten dollars? I don't know something. Just say so you got yeah. access to the matches. I mean, uh, and, uh, and I mean, I've always often wondered, you know, what they mean when they say that, oh, you're stealing our footage. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Because we're not stopping you. We're not depriving you of the right to to show your own footage if you like. You know, yeah. we're we're just saying, well, you're not going to show it. You're just keeping it on the shelf. Might as well let somebody see it. I mean, I don't understand why, you know, <coughs> you know, it's not. We we have to sort of find terminology and new concepts to understand these new things, you know, because yeah. you know, copying footage of a match which is already 
which you already paid for because you have the subscription to channel 9 or whatever in your yeah. own home for your own self and sharing it with your friends or or even using it to tell a bigger story is firstly in the interest of the game secondly it's not depriving them of telling their story so we have to sort of try to understand this in in some new way it's not like stealing an apple right because if yeah. i steal an apple and eat it then you can't eat it anymore yeah and we're talking about old footage i mean these days yeah. certainly cricket australia will upload all the individual centuries from a match yeah. they that they, they do that pretty regularly highlights, which is great highlights of the day and all i noticed cricket australia the recent australia india series the highlights for the fifth day or uh, at brisbane have been viewed 23 million times yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah. and that, that that's good but yeah. uh, just say you want to watch the whole final session do you know how many people have asked me for that final session yeah just thousands of people and i'm yeah. like you know i can't show that it's literally from 2 months ago <laughs> like i can't yeah. i just can't it was january 19 whatever it was the last day of that brisbane test cuz for a generation of of uh, indian fans that's iconic stuff yeah I mean, you know i mean i think about the series personally from the west indies in 1995 where steve will got yeah. the 200 and that whole last day which came after a rest day which was yeah. the last one of the last matches if not the last to include a rest day and that last day you were just like west indies can't win this like yeah. australia's going to beat the west indies like you know you couldn't have put any money on anything in your life in the 80s if you to think that west indies would lose ever yeah <laughs> ever or stop <laughs> having fast bowlers ever yeah and they yeah they just won everything they beat you every time and not just that they ended careers every series yeah and and i taped that whole series obviously as as i do it i've never seen anything but the worst highlights that yeah. have been shown from that series ever again in 95 and as you know with overseas test matches they're not exactly the times of those matches don't <laughs> yeah don't end up tying well with your life so in, in australia a test match in the west indies goes from midnight to 7am Yeah. which means setting your your alarm every 3 hours or 4 hours to change the tape over to record it um and but yeah that last day super iconic like yeah. actually witnessing before my eyes on the TV at like 6am you know the west indies being beaten yeah like that's crazy and yeah i mean i i'm pretty confident i could upload that now yeah um but you know there's no demand but uh um but yeah that that sort of footage which was just iconic you know and so they they gather footage from 2 months ago with india beating the aussies uh again over here uh imagine if cricket australia uploaded that last session ball by ball yeah yeah 
that will be cool. We're still not there yet. We've still yeah. just got minuscule highlights, three or four minutes. We're yet to see anything really substantial. You know, show us. Give us again, a two-hour video. I dare you. Do a two-hour video. I mean, I, I, I've done video that long, and I'm just me. <laughs> You know, they, yeah. that they could do it, you know, they could do it. Imagine seeing Sachin Tendulkar's 200, uh, the first 200 in, in one-day cricket, ball by ball yeah. on the VCCI YouTube channel. Imagine how awesome that would be. Yeah. I mean, I, this is, this is, this is, 10 years ago, I suppose they could argue that, yeah, well, there's a technical limit to, you know, how much you can upload yeah. and what length you can, but that's no longer the case. You know, you can't. No. Pretty much. I mean, YouTube has a technical infrastructure to let you do pretty much what you like at yeah. this point. Uh, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because you know, in the in the N, in the NFL in America, uh, yeah. you know, the the game lasts for like three hours, but really, if you take the playing time, it's only like thirty minutes. Yeah. And you know, they have this system where they produce the thirty minute you know, play-by-play play of the game where they show every play, yeah. uh, you know, without all the gaps in between. And and that's a form of watching the game. And I know a lot of people who actually watch that, you know. Yeah. And I've always thought you could do that with cricket quite easily. Yeah, you know? I mean, you could take it. Yeah, I mean, that, that would actually be an interesting task to take... Uh take it down to just the play itself, but then you'd miss out on, you know, awesome commentary bits. I mean, it doesn't happen yeah. in every game, but there is some genuinely really good yeah. sections of commentary which are really fascinating, where you're getting quality commentary. It doesn't happen very often these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happens very yeah. rarely, I guess, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah cricket commentary isn't exactly uh, at its peak at the moment. <laughs> Do you ever foresee a time where basically all cricket will be streamed online and left online for whoever wants to watch it forever and ever? No, I don't think that. we. The only way that would happen is because as we know, the world is money hungry there will be you know a fee involved which mm. is fine i mean i don't know I, I have no problem with that like imagine if i didn't have to record all the matches because they were just yeah. available like that'd be great yeah. like yeah i only do it because i want to see them again <laughs> for that yeah. that's the only reason <laughs> yeah you know if youtube didn't exist any internet didn't exist I'd still be doing exactly the same thing personally. Um, I, I, you know, in the eighties, I made my own highlights of test matches because I didn't like the channel nine highlights, you know, so I'd, yeah. I'd still be doing the same now, you know? Um, so yeah, I don't think it'll get to a time anytime soon where uh, a full match will be able to be rewatched, but yeah. You, what, what would you? What advice would you give to cricket boards? Because I think they should listen to you, and I think if even if they're not listening to you, their customers, uh, people who love watch cricket and follow cricket, they should listen to you. So you know, if if you wanted, if you if you had to sort of 
sort of lay out a, a map for them to, you know, to to the place where they ought to be from the place where they are right now. What what would you what would what what would you tell them? And as you said, the different boards are starting from different positions in this. Yeah, well, I think it firstly it has to be something they they a want to do and b deem financially worthy. Yeah. No one's going to put a whole ton of effort into something that's not going to make any money. Yeah. If you're a cricket board. Um, so the fact that none of the boards <laughs> are doing anything near what the fans really want may show you that, you know, uh, us guys wanting a full replay of a whole test match, maybe that will never be something that you'll get. Um, I'm, I'm no businessman, obviously, because I spend all my time doing things for free. So, <laughs> so I'm definitely not the person to ask uh, about that. I mean, I, I, I could imagine a board meeting for a cricket ball where the last thing they'll be thinking about is some match from 10 years ago being provided for free. It just wouldn't be something they would be thinking was going to increase their revenue or get themselves out of a financial hole because it's not worth that much. So I think that's, unfortunately, that's what I think is the bottom line is that it's just not worth it, you know, which is obviously disappointing. But if that's the case, then then let everyone else just show the matches for free. Because yeah. if they don't think it's worth it and it's they can't make enough money from it, then... Let me chuck up the Laxman 281. Yeah, it's a lot of hours. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and no I don't, I don't, I don't understand why they don't really let you run advertising on it. And what, what's it to them? You know, okay, fine. They can charge you. They can say, okay, well, we'll take some percentage of whatever you earn, but they should still let you do it. Well, you know, because you're of, still putting in the work, aren't you? Yeah, most of the cricket boards. Well, say the the Cricket Australia channel. I mean, generally what they do is they'll upload something that's similar to what I've uploaded before, yeah. but they won't take my video down, which yeah. would be almost a direct copy, but they'll just put ads on my video. Because yeah. it'll, it, it'll have had millions of more views by the time they get around to it. Yeah. Um, and that's what generally happens. Um, so they end up making their money because people say hey rob i was watching one of your videos and an ad came up i thought you were non-profit you know you're a liar you know mm -hmm. i'm like well no <laughs> <laughs> not the case <laughs> most of the time i i just get what is a content id match yeah. uh, which is not a strike they just say hey we, we've identified that we like we would rather make money from you rather than take it down. Mm -hmm. So of the two and a half thousand plus videos I've uploaded, at least 1,500 have been identified yeah. by the boards as a content ID match, which means they put ads on it. Unless you've got an ad blocker, of course, which anyone that's not stupid should have, obviously. Yeah. I mean, course. I've never seen any ads. Because I have an ad blogger. <laughs> Me too. 
Makes sense. I mean, I don't give, I don't, I mean, Cricket Australia does not earn any money from the hundreds of times I've watched their videos uh, yep. or ECB Cricket or anything like that. You know, but yep. I don't, I don't see, I don't, I mean, there are, there are, look, there are publications for which I don't use my ad locker because I, I want to support them. Too, yeah. But, you know, given the way they behave, the cricket boards, I feel no reason to, you know, be nice to them. You know, and they they can't do anything about it. I hope that you know this story has you know not just a happy ending, but also you know a a happy life forever and ever. Because you know it's a great service you're doing to everybody here, uh, showing them footage from and and uh, you know we are in this strange generation where today's generation of cricketers. think nothing of you know playing with australian players or english players or you know sri lankan players or pakistani players or west indian players yeah. you know whereas players from the 80s the only time they would probably see uh, visiting players or you know players of foreign countries is during a test tour and yeah. you know so so it is it is it was far less ubiquitous and the tours yeah. were sort of there's a memory and a, a memorialization of those tours which has occurred through you know news reports and books that players have written and yeah. you know stories that get told about those tours you know uh, and it would be so much better if we could actually watch the footage you know yeah. especially Agreed. in places where they have not you know lost it you know <laughs> which <laughs> So, do you have any last words for my for for my very few listeners? Um, in, enjoy watching all the content before it disappears, because it won't last forever. <laughs> On that forbidding note, I hope it never ever happens. Well, firstly, thank you for everything you do with with cricket. You're you're one of the I think you're one of the great benefactors of the game, and you made my life. significantly more pleasurable so thank you for that you know i i will end this with the hope that you know the world becomes more favorable for the work that you do and for your you know i i i hesitate to even call it a hobby because i think cricket is my hobby but it but then i see you and it's it's your obsession i would say it's your life uh, and it's, it's wonderful it's Thank you, thank you for being, thank you for talking to me. This, this is a lot of fun. Uh, absolute pleasure. I, uh, I I love to speak to all cricket fans, and uh, you know I'm just a fan of cricket like everyone else. You know, uh, just trying to share my love for the game in the way that I can, and hope that yeah. everyone likes it. <laughs>